Hey everyone, welcome into another edition of the Woj Pod. Here with three-time All-Star guard Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards, who is in his 10th year, which I had to look twice about that, Brad. 10 years in the league, 10 years with the Wizards, and, and we'll talk about this part more later. Uh, you are announcing today a, a partnership uh, with Element Sports Drink, and we'll get into that a little bit later, but let's start here, Brad. If I would have told you in the preseason you'd be in COVID protocols twice, Rui Hachimura, Thomas Bryant would just be getting to start playing some meaningful minutes here at the midway point of the season, and I would tell you you're over 500, you're in the top eight in the East, and you're as close to fourth place in the East as you are a fallen out. Would you Would you have taken it? Yeah, and I wouldn't have believed it, right? That's that's such a crazy situation. So many like unfortunate events throughout the year. When dealing with COVID, for one, it's just it's tough, you know. Um, with the protocols, we've had so many guys out. Now our staff is infected with it now, um, and they're missing time. So we never really fully got our our continuity as a full team yet, and we're what forty plus games in now, but. If you'd have told me, you know, we'd be sitting top eight over five hundred, then I definitely would have told you I'd take it for sure. It feels, Brad, like to me, you're still the team in the East we haven't really seen in full, and that's Rui, Thomas Bryant, who I think some people outside of Washington kind of forget how well he was playing before he got injured and and what he can mean to your team, and you're still the team that to me has the, the upside. Of, of what it could be that maybe we see in the second half? That's our hopes, you know, because we're, we're just now getting all of our guys back healthy. You know, Rui is, is back, which is an awesome sight to see. Um, and, and TB's back fully healthy. Um, but now we need our coaches back, you know, because we're, now we're missing that, that continuity. But to be able to have full depth has been amazing. Like, I think I was telling somebody we haven't had this much depth since maybe 16, 17 year when we went to seven with Boston. Like, we had a lot of depth that year, and I think that's kind of the same situation we have here. We have a lot of good wings on our team, um, and we have a lot of bigs, you know. So uh, that's been great to see, but we still haven't put it all together, you know. So it's definitely exciting that, you know, we have some exciting and some tough games ahead, especially our West Coast trip you know, still remaining. And, you know, we got some we got some good tests, you know, that'll be able to show, okay, what what kind of team we can possibly be with everybody in, in full health. Brad, your game this year, there's been an evolution, and you've done more and more playmaking. I think maybe some of it was out of necessity with Spencer Dinwiddie out. You know, you started to do that more when John Wall was out and you were playing without him on a previous sort of incarnation of your team. But... 6.4 assists, uh, which is the most you've averaged in the league. You know, over the last month, you're averaging 26, almost 27 points, uh, almost 50% shooting. I think only Trey Young's averaged more than that in this span. Has that been a concerted effort on your part to do more playmaking, round out? Uh, I think people previously saw ah, Brad's a score. He's, he's a score. And now... You're playing the game in a different way. You see the impact it's had in, in winning with your group. Oh, for sure. You know, I think uh, it's a testament to the, the, 
the group of guys we have, you know, because the weight of scoring, I still have to be aggressive and score, but I don't have to go get 40, 50, you know, every night or try to go get that, you know, um, I can still have my aggressive mindset of being a scorer. I am that that's, that's my natural instinct, but teams are, are keying on me. They're doubling, they're doubling, they're tripling, they're sending, they're packing the paint, you know, keeping me out of it, keeping me from getting to a lot of my sweet spots. And we have shooters, we have guys who can make plays as well. So I'm, I'm willing to get off the ball. I'm willing to make the pass, the, the easy pass, the least to, you know, a hockey assist to another shot, but you know, that's, that's, the beauty of our team you know i think that's just a testament to the dynamic of um you know the versatile guys that we have where i don't have to make every shot i don't have to take every shot i don't have to make every play um but my aggressiveness kind of leads to the playmaker do you remember a better maybe deeper eastern conference in your time in washington we'd probably have to go back to the very beginning right yeah yeah probably like my second I would say my first playoff experience that like around those years, my second year, second, third year in the league, when it was the the Indianas, the Atlantas, Boston was still tough, but then Cleveland was tough. Miami was were dogs. So it was there. It was still that it was the gauntlet still in in that period of time. But this is now now the East now is it is is loaded. It is loaded. It is loaded. It's it's like you just said, like we were just a we're that close to being out of fourth. Right, just as close as we are to being out of it, you know, and I think that's, I think we're in a we're, we're in a prime position for sure. When Tommy Shepard took over as GM a couple of years ago, and you sat down with him, I think it was a little bit of a crossroads. It was a crossroads for the organization. I think it was a crossroads for you about what what exactly are we doing here? What what's my future? He asked you to be patient, give him a chance to reshape this roster, bring in different kinds of guys. Get some more versatility on the roster. I know you two talk almost daily, and, and Ted Leonsis is your owner. What have you seen and how the roster has been remade, the voice you've had in it, and how it's impacted your enthusiasm for what the future looks like, the present, the future looks like with the Wiz? I mean, for what Shep did what, over the summer with trading Russ, getting the pieces that we have back, you know, that created our depth. You know, we, we got one, we traded one guy and got four or five guys back. You know, we got Spence, we got KCP, Kuz, Trez, like that. And they're all viable key pieces to our team. You know, those are four starters right there, three or four starters. And to see that transition, that was, it wasn't easy, you know, getting acclimated with everybody at first. But we got off to a 10 and three start, right? We got off to an unbelievable start. We bought into, to how we needed to play. Granted, a lot of it wasn't, the wins were kind of crazy. We were winning by a lot of game winners, getting one stop here. You know, we were winning a lot of close games. And then we settled down a little bit, hit a little slump. And then now we're, we're, we're in this place of we're right, we're hovering right over 500, you know? So we see we, our problem is there's a lot of inconsistencies in our, in our team. You know, granted we can, we have a lot of excuses for that. We haven't been in full. We have a lot of guys in protocol in and out, you know, kind of the same things of last year. But I think our our depth and versatility has kind of saved us, you know, from kind of drowning, you know, in a year and, and continuing in that slump, you know. So I think just having those type of guys, having veteran presence, having guys who, who've been in the, these wars and situations before, like KCP and Kuz, Trez, they've all 
you know, they want to ring, you know, so they know what it takes to, you know, really buy in and lock in at the end of the games and close out games. Um, so it's, it's promising, but we obviously still need to improve. We still need to get better because we have those inconsistencies. So, I mean, it's a constant conversation with Chef and, you know, we, we have areas we need to improve in. We know we need to address them. And we have the, we have the ability to, it's just up to us to do it. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand slams, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-timey chimney sweeps, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish. But you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com. Sign up today. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, we're coming up to another trade deadline, which means, you know, usually there's this, well... What's Washington going to do with Brad? What's Brad want to do in Washington? I get the sense that teams in the league have, listen, last year at the trade deadline, there was a lot of anticipation. What's Brad going to do? A lot of teams are waiting. I don't sense any of that anymore. That teams know you're going to be there. You're not asking for a trade. They're not trading you. You'll get to the summer, make a decision on an extension. Does it feel different? leading into this trade deadline than last year where there just seemed to be a different, and I don't want to say the trade deadline, but also as we were going into the draft, I think there was a lot of it around the draft and then the Westbrook trade happens on draft night. Does a lot of that seem to have died down to you? Not really. That's just me personally. Like it, in some ways, yes, like like it's not as much as blasted on TV and, you know, but I still hear about it. You know, I still I hear the little chatters, you know, people like different teams, teammates on, you know, from opposing teams may hit me or, you know, we're in the course of a game. They may, you know, interact or say something, but it's I feel like it, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It's calmed down for sure, but I feel like it's a nonstop thing. People don't realize, I think, even the recruiting. Listen. Star players on name the team in the summertime, they're hitting you. We know what goes on, but people probably don't realize how much of it goes on. Like at the, you know, standing at the free throw line, standing on an inbounds yeah. play, right? More than people might imagine. Let me, 100%. let me save you from this, Brad. Come, come join us. <laughs> yeah, I've had, I've definitely had, had numerous occasions, you know, with free throw line before the game, uh, after the games, like I've, I've had, I've had those interactions for sure. And I mean, it's a, it's a blessing for sure. You know, it's a, it's amazing to be able to feel, you know, that want from your peers, but it's also like kind of motivation for me too to kind of push and improve what we have too. So 
it's a uh, it's 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 always like my my vet Drew Gooden always tells me it's good problems to have. It's good problems. You can uh, you know you opt out of your deal this summer. You're a ten year. You become as a ten year player. You're eligible five years, two hundred and forty one million dollars. That's what's available to you this summer. You signed your extension a couple of years ago that put you in position to be able to do that this summer. It feels, Brad, that one thing that's kind of changed in the league is free agency seems to have changed in that I don't know how many summers we're going to see like with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, where there are two players of that caliber are available and teams have cap space and they're going after them. It feels more like the free agency now for players of your caliber is you're under contract and then you say, okay, I want to, that's the team I want to go to, or that's, a, or here are two of the three teams I want to go to. You get traded there and then you sign your extension. Do you sense it's gone more to that versus there was a time where I think LeBron started doing the shorter contracts. Mm-hmm. Other guys were doing the shorter contracts and it was keeping pressure on organizations mm-hmm. and guys could go into free agency. It seems like there's been an evolution and maybe the thinking of, because you can get the supermax where you are and if things aren't working out, you can ask out like the options are different. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, uh, it's definitely transitioned to that. Um, and I think it's a lot of it. It has to do with just players taking more control over their careers, you know, um, having more leverage and say so. in you know, the amount of years they want to commit to an organization because organizations have the same amount of power to just trade you, you know, they have the same ability, you know, to move you on just as well as you want to ask out and, I think it's a, it just has to do with players wanting more control, a little bit more control over their lives and their, you know, where they want to live, where they're comfortable with living, you know, where they want to play. Um, and I feel that I'm not mad at that, you know, um, I respect it. And I think that's, I think it's good for our league. Honestly, I think, I, I don't know, it's frustrating probably to a lot of owners, especially with the money they give out and they feel like the, the commitment isn't there, but that's the ugly business side of it, you know? It gets ugly on both sides. Um, but, you know, as players, we always we always look out for ourselves first, you know, just like organizations do, do the same, vice versa. It's always felt, Brad, that there is more of a two-way street between you and Washington in terms of loyalty than mm-hmm. and maybe other instances. That what, what I've always really admired about you is you're willing to be a franchise player in good times and bad. And there are some guys who – not everybody wants to be the franchise guy when it's not going well, when you've got to answer questions about why the team's not winning or you're going through losing and to hang mm-hmm. in there with it and not just say, hey, just get me out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it about you? Do you think that you're different? You've handled it differently and you have valued things maybe others haven't valued about being part of one organization in one city and trying to be part of shaping a contender knowing it's not going to happen today or tomorrow i've got to be patient with it yeah i mean that's i mean it's exactly what you said but the toughest part about it is realizing how hard it is to win in this league period you know only one team is going to win at the end of the day and i think that kind of gives me a little bit more push in a way of like okay you know try to make it happen here you know the grass may not be greener on the other side you know, for some players, it has worked out. For others, it hasn't. Um, you know, but I, one thing I do respect and I love is the transparency between Washington and I. Like, Ted and Tommy, they're both – we're always up front with each other. We're always straightforward, you know, and we're always moving in the same direction. 
you know, and I just appreciate the conversation because a lot of organizations don't do that, you know, and I just, for them to incorporate me and include me and feel like, you know, they want to build around me like that's, that's a big commitment, you know, so I honor that because not every team is, is willing to do that. Not every team is going to do that, you know, so taking that, you know, with full amount of respect and honor, you know, I, I approach it as a partnership, you know, so we look at it and we look and see how we can improve the team and see what direction we're moving in. And Tommy has always, he's always told me, like, he asked me, do you want to be here? Do you not want to be here? What do you think? And he's never like upset about it. Like if, if it were to happen, you know, I kind of get that vibe. Like he's, he's very transparent. He's very upfront. And he's always like, this is your team. We're going to build around you and we're going to move in that direction, you know, but obviously we want to win and I want to win. And it's up to me and up to my teammates to, to push us towards that level. But as you said, this is, this is the last year, you know, so it, it is a lot riding on it. You mentioned that question Tommy's asked you a lot. Do you want to be here? Have you ever hesitated? Have you ever had to think about that question? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And why'd you come around? Like, what brought you back around? Uh, it's honestly realizing, not necessarily the control I have here, but realizing that a franchise is willing to build around you. Right. And it's not always like that everywhere. Like if I go somewhere else, you know, they're not just going to just build around you. Right. You're, you're being built around what they have, you know, essentially. And there's no, absolutely nothing wrong with that. And granted, if it's if it's the right fit. But if I have a chance to create my own legacy and make it work here, the team that drafted me, you know, why not give it a shot? If it works, it works. If it doesn't you know, I can tip my hat and say, at least I tried, you know, but that's just who I am. Naturally, that's kind of my blessing and the curse in a way, my loyalty, you know, so, um, but we're transitioning, you know, in the right direction in some ways, but we still have a lot of improvements to make. You talk about your loyalty, Brad, your AAU program, Brad Beal, elite out of your hometown in St. Louis, one of the best in the country. And I guess it was probably a couple of years ago, there was a clip that kind of went viral. You were talking to your players about, I don't know, maybe it was a game, guys weren't playing hard or were kind of sleepwalking through a game. Mm-hmm. And you laid into them pretty good about, you know, if you guys want to play in the NBA. And we'll, we'll play the clip here. Expecting the game means a lot, bro. On and off the court. How you carry yourself, all that shit matter, man. Y'all gotta understand, when you go to college, you don't get away with this shit, man. You get to the league, you don't get away from They take your bread, bro. You walk around this motherfucker, moping and pounding around, bro, it's either one or two things gonna happen where you at. They gonna ship your ass off, or they gonna wave your ass, or you ain't gonna have no job. They just gonna say, here, just take the money, we don't even want you. That's the two options you got in the league. And I don't never like pulling my NBA card, ever. But bro, y'all, it's only 400. That mean if you got dreams of getting to the league, you gotta play me. You gotta guard me. And guess what? Can't none of y'all motherfuckers guard me. Ain't none of y'all taking my job. I'm, I'm chilling. I can retire today and live on the beach for the rest of my life. And my mom and dad not work another day. Or my brothers. That's the type of good y'all want to be. 
That's what y'all want. Everything is grimy and gutter where we from, bro. So everything is going to be that much harder for us. But guess what? When you got a gift and a talent like that, you got to take advantage of it. You got to perfect it. You got to work on your shit. Because guess what? God will take that. If you ain't using it the right way, if you ain't using your bounce, you ain't using your shot, you ain't perfecting it, them gifts are gone. I believe in y'all, man. Let's go. I believe in y'all. Let's get it, man. Hey, hey, all I ask y'all to do is finish strong, man. Finish That's it, up. man. Finish. That's all we can Finish on three. One, two, three. Finish. Did you know you were being taped that day? Did you see all of a sudden one day, like, that clip is sort of everywhere, and it became, I think, a little bit of an anthem for a lot of coaches and of young players and teams. There's a, you know, thousands of teams just like yours and smaller on smaller scale all over the country. I didn't know I was being recorded for one. Uh, that's all. That's just me and my natural element with my, my team. Um, and I have a, a whole new respect for, for coaches because their patience with players is, it has to be at an all time high. Uh, but that clip in itself, I mean, that was very, it was moving. It was moving to me. It was moving to a lot of players and I received a lot of positive feedback from it, you know, but, I was being genuine and I was being real, you know, um, because a lot of kids do dream of making it to the NBA. You know, that's that's every kid's dream. And we have the 450 club, you know, with the players, players association, you know, so it's it's only 450 of us. You know, and it's a very elite, unique club and it's tough to get into. Um, but when you make it, you know, that's that's not your your end all be all. You know, it's it's can you stay here? You know, can you maintain a career here? You know, a lot of guys will be able to touch it. Like a lot of guys were fortunate to do it this year with protocols and call ups from the G like that. That's amazing. You know, but can you stay? Can you maintain that 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 footprint, that aggressiveness, that push, you know, to be better? Um, and that's what I try to instill in our kids, man, because. We don't. I never had that growing up. I didn't. I didn't have that NBA player, that that motivation in St. Louis growing up. Like it came from my parents. It came from my older brothers. You know, that was that was my push. And here I have an opportunity to kind of, you know, pay it forward in that regard. Like that was a, it was a no brainer. Like I, my, I look forward to my summers. Like my summers are playing around my AU kids. Like that is that's what I look forward to. Have you been able to sense the impact that COVID has had over the last couple of years on kids that age, the kids who play for you, and the limitations that have been out there about to be able to go out, play, compete, go to school, be in class? You know, you, you think about it at the NBA level and what it's how it's hit you, but how it's hit young people. Have you gotten a window into that through your team? Yeah, and, it, and it's very unfortunate because a lot of kids, they had – a whole year of basketball taken away from them, you know? So a lot of kids couldn't get looked at for schools, but granted they were blessed with another year of either high school or prep school. Um, the same with college kids, you know, they, they didn't get a chance to get looked at by the league, you know? So the league was basically going off old film or another year of uh, previous years of, you know, tape and things like that. So it was, it was unfortunate, you know, and I got to see it like the, it was on a obviously a state by state basis of whether kids can come back to play, what were their protocols to come back to play. And uh, granted, our league, you know, we're very special, we're unique, and you know, our owners, you know, they put a lot of money into to making it work for us. 
but not everybody has those, you know, the rest of the world doesn't have that, 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 that blessing, you know, in a way. So it was, it sucked to be able to see a lot of kids, you know, not be able to hoop, but at the same time, it kind of, it, it was allowing them to tap into another side of kind of pushing themselves, you know, because you had nobody else to push you, but you now, right. You didn't have, you couldn't go with your coaches. You couldn't go with, you couldn't be around anybody else, you know, so that, that kind of created some self, some self-dedication, you know, some self-drive, you know, to getting better, you know, doing things at home, you know, trying to get in the gym by yourself and doing some things. So, um, like I said, it was another, it was another situation where it was a blessing for sure. Brad, the, your relationship with that community in Washington, you know, you talk about the basketball side of it and working with Tommy and Ted to improve the team, but your connection, 10th year, I mean, you came there as a kid. I mean, you, you were a kid when you got to Washington and you're 28 years old now, you've got a family, you're in a different place in life. Just what you do in that community and just I think how, and I think you believe this and Washington's a place that if you're winning and you've got it rolling, it's an incredible fan base and it should be a place guys want to come play in. It, to me, yeah. it's always been one of the sleeping giants of the league. It definitely is. I mean, it's a true sports town for sure. You know, these fans, they love their, they love their sports, you know, from the football team to the caps, soccer to us, like they, to the Mystics, to the RG, like they love, they love our sports teams. And like you said, we are kind of a sleeping giant and it's just a matter of us having success. And I think that's, that's obviously something that we need to, we need to drive ourselves towards. You know, we have to be able to show that we're that type of organization and that that's the direction that we're moving in. Like we're moving to win championships, you know? So um, that's what attracts players. You know, obviously it's a, it's a great city. There's obviously every resource that you could possibly name here. And like you said, we're sleeping giant, man. It's just a matter of, of cracking that code. You know, once we, once we crack that code and have some success, make a good run, you know, we'll be able to, we'll be able to draw the attention we need. Brad, you've been in three all-star games. It feels like you're right here on the cusp. I mean, I think, listen, 2019, 20, I mean, you were averaging almost 30 points. It might be one of the all-time snubs, certainly in the last 10, 15 years where you go, come on. You imagine, though, the winning, the success that you've had or the relative success you guys have had this season should put you in, like, you should be an all-star this year. I always think I'm an all-star. I always believe that. But I also know it's, it's a lot of guys hooping this year. There's a lot of guys hooping. It's a lot of guys having success. And my main focus has been winning, you know. Um, how can we win? How can we win? And granted, like you said, I've been – improving and getting better over the last month but how can we win like i want to move up to fourth like i want to that's my whole sole focus this year like i've everybody knows i'm an all-star everybody knows i can score everybody knows i'm the scouting report when they play washington like they they know they know that you know but for me like you said i've been snubbed so many times in the crazy and especially a few years ago like it doesn't affect me as much anymore like that doesn't drive me like, because I've seen it every year. Every year, somebody, somebody's going to get snubbed. Somebody's going to, somebody's feelings may be hurt. Um, somebody who deserves to be in may not get in. Uh, but I always feel like, I always feel like I'm an all-star. I always feel like I have that impact on my team. 
you know, and I have that that impact to where other teams are concerned when they play us. Brad, you, you were announcing, I mentioned it earlier, you're announcing today a, a partnership with Element Sports Drink. What's your role in that be in your relationship with those guys? Oh, man. So I, Element was brought to me about two years ago. It's a, it's a mixing powder, right? It's a mixing powder that you put into water. Um, and it's electrolytes. It's, it's basically salt, right? And so um, I decided to partner with them because there's so many brands, you know, we, we try to figure out what to put in our bodies. It's, you know, we're, we're prime athletes. Well, we got to take care of the body, you know? So what we put in is, you know, just as important as anything. Um, and so I'm eliminating sugars. Like this brand doesn't have any added sugars. There's no sugar at all. Um, it's just sodium, potassium, magnesium, everything that you need properly for your body. Um, and it's a, it's an unbelievable brand. So many different flavors. Um, and it's simple. You just mix it in water and you're good to go. And so the partnership has been great. Uh, I've been using it the last two years. Multiple teams around the league use it. Different sporting leagues use it. Athletes use it. And it's it's, it's unbelievable. Element, LMMT. So if you see it, buy it, try it. I need to eliminate sugars also, Brad. I'm a little yes. behind you. We that. don't need that, Rose. I know. I know. I don't. I hear it. I hear it all around me. So listen. <laughs> Brad, I appreciate you taking the time. Good luck on the rest of this homestand and headed into the All-Star break and good health. And uh, always appreciate you jumping on, Brad. My man, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Woj Pod. A big thank you to my guest today, Washington Wizards guard Bradley Beal. Be sure to listen to new and archived episodes of the Woj Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to also listen to The Low Post with Zach Lowe, The Hoop Collective with Brian Windhorst, and The Adam Schefter Podcast with Adam Schefter. We'll catch you next time. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.